Bradshaw. Welcome to Sue Watches Buffy, a podcast in which I, Emily, am taking my sister Sue through uh, a... Let's see, we are covering the Season 5 Angel episodes, You're Welcome, Why We Fight, and Smile Time. Thanks, Matt. Um, I'm Emily. Oh, did you actually start? I'm sorry. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) And I'm Sue. Oh, and I'm Matt. Spike's a hero, and you're CEO of Hell Incorporated. What frickin' bizarre world did I wake up in? Harmony, she's talking. She is? Already? That sucks. There is no together we shall go until we die. Leave swearing vengeance. That doesn't usually go well for us. You're a Nazi. What? Oh, no. I just ate one. Oh my god. Angel, you're cute. Fred, don't. Oh, but the little hands and the hair. Hey, you're fired. You're a... Spike! You're a bloody puppet! (laughs) (laughs) You're a wee little puppet man! (laughs) Ow! Hey! Today my world, it smiles Your hand in mine, we walk the miles Thanks to you it will be dark for you to me I'm the only one I'm a dead happiness maybe we were meant to maybe people like us just don't get to have that Angel there are no people like us if the sun refused to shine. All right, so welcome back, everyone. Here welcome we are. Our guest, Matt. Welcome, Matt. Hey, I'm glad to be back for the final season. Final season. Final season of the Buffyverse. So I hope you'll have me back for, uh, what is it, M Watches Thrones? I'll <laughs> That is in the works, possibly. <laughs> Sue needs to watch it first. I'm going to have to watch it become an expert on it, and then I can do it. <laughs> Give us a year or so. <laughs> no, we got other things to do. We got Buffy Comics. We've got Dollhouse. We're actually going to do the Buffy Comics just kind of sporadically whenever we feel like it. Yeah. I want you to While do Carnival also, which I think Kat has seen, so she should be the host for that one. That's right. Cat oh, yeah. has seen Carnival. Truth. Yeah, it's a show I've been wanting to watch. 
I like circus freaks. <laughs> it'll creep me out of the So, Matt, why don't you remind people who you are besides besides co-creator of Single Vampire Dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Always be uh, your most I love outstanding. Cash those royalty checks. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I do a podcast called the Hoople Cast, which is a Deadwood podcast, and we are starting up season three in March. And then we're very excited that there's going to be a Deadwood movie. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. So between wrapping the series and whenever the movie is coming out, probably 2017, we're going to kind of shift to a new phase of Hooplecast. We're going to be covering the pilot episode or premiere episode of every HBO dramatic series. Oh. <laughs> that's going to going way way far back into like the 80s Interesting. then covering the you know the classics like the sopranos six feet under all the way up through game of thrones the leftovers you know so wow. if you like hbo shows we're gonna that's part two of the podcast so check out hooplecast and uh yeah and then will and i are going to start a podcast at the end of the year called spartacast mm-hmm. about the star series spartacus oh okay so back to the you're only going to do the uh pilots? Yes, we're not going to do the entire every series. <laughs> so we're just going to talk about the first episode if it's a drama or a series or a mini series we're going to talk about the first episode and then move on to the next one. You guys should totally do the first episode and the last and like if you hadn't seen it like <laughs> make up everything that happens in between. <laughs> Like if you guys have well, the idea being <laughs> that our my co-hosts and I can we'll, we'll discuss the first one and the question at the end will be if we had time if we ha- if we had the the entire series in front of us would we want to watch more are we interested enough to keep watching whatever yeah. show we just watched the first episode of so uh-huh. there's nothing preventing anybody from continuing. See, that's an interesting idea. I like it. I think it's a really interesting idea. I think it's great. And we'll have guests, so if there's a an HBO show out there and you just want to talk about it, you can be All a guest. Right. Sounds good. Right on. Well, All cool. Right. Well, I'm going to try and call Catherine. We're going to we're going to have a special live version of Cat's Crypt this week because she didn't write in and it's her birthday and she didn't really know what to say. I think she's seen a lot and she just, she went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of things, man. <laughs> she has. She's, Can't talk about she, it, man. She's finished season six. She's she's seen stuff <laughs> she can't unsee. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we're going to just call I'm her. I'm not sure if I'm allowed her. to like say things about season four of Angel yet uh, before she gets on the line. Because I forget how. Are you going to give her timestamps and tell her to skip ahead? Skip ahead? Like when she listens? When she listens, are you going to oh, give yeah. her a timestamp? Yeah, she'll get like, a, she's getting timestamps now. She's the, she's seen things, but she hasn't seen Charisma Carpenter give birth to a uh, fully grown black woman. No. 
That's yet to come. <laughs> Darn jealous. <laughs> it's still just a twinkle in everyone's eye. <laughs> She's a four. Yeah, they got some uh, chutzpah. Yes. <laughs> it is one of the weirdest seasons of TV. <laughs> Season four, it gets weird. <laughs> it got weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you forgot to mention my favorite line. I or I, I don't think you mentioned it, but uh, Darjellis, <laughs> she's leaving the room, and Connor says, "What? What did you do with those people? I ate them." <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's such a throwaway line. I ate them. Oh, okay. She just knows that she's got him. <laughs> she can say anything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yep, I love that too. Alright, let's see if we can add her. Cofield. So how far into Angel is she in season? Um, let's see. I talked to her yesterday. What did her earlier today? Maybe yesterday. I know that she, all I heard for the new seasons is that she uh watched the first episode of season four. Oh, okay. Angel. I'm thinking she might have wanted to know what happened with Angel in the box. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I really like episode three, The House Always Wins. They go to Vegas. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. That's a fun one. Oh, and then Spin the Bottle. Oh, there's so many good ones. Then it got weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's its tagline. <laughs> So, Sue, hmm. <laughs> things happened, and one of them was one of the big secrets that I just decided to not even hint to you, and that was the Muppet episode. But Angel turns into a Muppet? <laughs> Angel was on a submarine? What? <laughs> Angel was on a submarine in World War Two. Angel was a puppet. I was so happy. <laughs> I've been so excited for you to see this episode forever. I think I wrote this is so awesome like seven times while I this And I just hoped it was one of those things that just totally surprised you. Oh my gosh. It <laughs> guess that any show would ever do that <laughs> today on Sue Watches Buffy Val was trying to get us to uh, think about what the Buffy equivalent to smile time is and we're just, there isn't one <laughs> this is in its own little box <laughs> and I was hoping if you ever came across an image of Angel as a Muppet, you were hoping that it was just like a something they did. Mm-hmm. And I know that they sell them at Comic-Cons, although the regular angels what? vary. They do. The regular angel is very hard to find, but the vamp angel is easy to find. We don't want the vamp one. I want the regular well, that's one. the thing. No one wants vamp angel. They want cute angel. <laughs> cute broody. I'd pay, I'd pay $60 for Frowny face. <laughs> it was so expressive. I know. 
I found out that, like, several people of, like, Jim Henson's Muppet staff were on staff for this. Like, this was, like, legit. It looked legit. It looked like actual, like, Muppet Muppets. Yeah, it did. Yep. And I also learned that they had been wanting to do an evil Sesame Street episode forever. (laughs) And Joss walked in one day. He's like, I figured out how to do it. We make Angel turn into a Muppet. (laughs) They were all like, brilliant. Oh, my gosh. And this episode was born. It was so great. And it worked out well because of his knee surgery, you know. Oh, yeah. He did a lot of just voice work. (laughs) Well, we got to do feedback from Harold and Ray. Yep. I just wanted to get that off my chest. (laughs) Yep. I... I was just thrilled. <laughs> Funny story. Um, when I was around season two or three, I was talking to, I was getting my hair cut, talking to Patrick. <clears throat> and we started, I was telling him, you know, we always ask each other what we've been watching and stuff. Uh-huh. And I was telling him that I was watching Buffy and Angel for the first time. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I've never really watched them, but. He's like, this one time I turned the TV on and <laughs> it was Angel. And he's like, it's the episode where he turns into a Muppet. Oh, and he's Patrick, like, it's... what are you doing, man? <laughs> he's like, it's so random and it's so funny. And he's like, it's the only episode he'd ever seen. And I'm like, well, I haven't seen that one, but that sounds awesome. And then I had to wait. So I kept wondering, where is the Muppet episode? <laughs> Finally found it. <laughs> But that's how I found out there was one, so I knew it was coming, but I had no idea where. Oh, how funny. I had no idea. I've never seen... If I've seen the the puppet at Comic-Con, I didn't realize what it was. You You probably didn't. You haven't been to a real Buffy-heavy Comic-Con yet. Mm Mm-mm. So, yeah, I had no idea. (laughs) But I did remember you telling me last time, like, just don't read the description of the shows. And I was like, oh, I don't either. I don't need any way. And so when that one came on, I was like, this is the one she was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think in the description it talks about it. Yeah. I think it says that it turns him into a puppet. I listened to your season five premiere episode this morning and the the recap of events in which Emily had to conceal from <laughs> Sue and M or Sue and B. <laughs> Uh, Spike appearing was like it was like a thrower. It was so it was like oh my god, what's happening next? This is insane. I hope I, I hoped it was interesting. <laughs> Damn you for falling asleep. Uh, I know so it was funny. so crazy. Both of them, man, they gave me gray hair. Of course, uh, we don't know Sue your general feelings on the season so far. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of other there's a lot of dissension on Sue watches Buffy because they've had to leave feedback of mid-season episodes and they don't they had never even heard you talk about season five yet since we're episodes behind. Oh, that's right. That's so we don't so know. It I mean, it's odd. For have them there to been any feedback. episodes that you've really enjoyed so far, or um, disliked? Like, well, I. I'm really happy that Spike's back. I guess you guys kind of noticed that. Listening to the one that came out over the weekend. 
Um, disliked. Not a big fan of the Numero Cinco one. Yes. <laughs> Numero Cinco went over like a lead balloon. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that one, okay, who wrote that one? Was it the same guy, Ben Edlund, who did Smell Tank? Look it up right now. That's everyone's probably least favorite. Oh, no, it's Jeffrey Bell. Bell. Jeffrey Bell, he wrote a lot of X-Files episodes. I feel like he was trying to invoke a Darren Morgan-style kind of bittersweet parable episode. Sort of his Clyde Bruckman. Well, it worked on someone because it was included in the 13 best episodes of Angel. <laughs> Insanity. <laughs> Insanity, yet you're welcome wasn't. I, that's how to get, like, people make lists all the time. You want to get your list noticed? <laughs> you say that. <laughs> that's just crazy. You will be an instant celebrity. And, you know, it's just, it's not like it's bad, but it's so boring and irrelevant. <laughs> Yes. All yes. Things. Yes. In the comedy, there's no, there's no comedy. It's just, it's sad. It's a sad episode. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no big surprises. They're liking what most of us like, and yeah, I would say my favorite grouping is probably the most recent one we did with, um. Like harm's way, damage, and, and the one with soul purpose. Soul purpose. Well, it's Wait, great. No, it's Andrew great seeing. Destiny. Yeah, it's great seeing Andrew again. He's, when he hugs Spike, it's just the best. He's oh, so funny. it's the best. And I harm's really, way is really great too. Yeah, I really liked um, Destiny too. Um, Oh yeah, Destiny's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the Spike and Angel. Too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And I I liked Lineage actually, like Wesley's dad coming and the twist that that takes. Yeah, well, you're a huge Wesley fan. Yeah. So. Not a big shocker. Yeah, I would say so far I've been liking season five quite a bit. Good. You like the Wolferman Heart, the new set and everything? They're loving mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a freshness to it, which is... Mm-hmm. It, it feels like they've reinvigorated the show. But I also find that some of the episodes, are they feel small. Like, they're not really trying very hard. Hmm. They're not trying to make a... Tell a big story, which we're so used to. Seasons three and four are were big story episodes. You know, story yeah, I can see that. Seasons. And also, I found um, the fact that they spend so much time in the Wolfram and Hart set. It's a great set, but it also feels kind of cheap. Which is, I mean, they were cutting the budget. So, one thing I liked about the Jasmine arc is that, you know, uh, Fred is out on the run. She's in L.A. It, they're using actual real-world locations. They're outside. It right. Like scope. Right. And this this early season five felt like there wasn't scope. They're yeah, just kind I of it. meandering. I can see that. Yeah. It's uh it definitely picks up in the second half. I think it's a great second half. You're over the worst and it's just it's just great episodes pretty much from here on out. I'm excited. I was I was kind of feeling it was going that way just from what other people have said in their feedback and then man, while I was watching 
The submarine one. What's that one called? Oh, who cares? Why we fight. Yeah, why we fight. <laughs> I was like, what? Why? Why is this on? Why? <laughs> What did I do? What did I do wrong? <laughs> I <watched this. laughs> yeah, I was I did not like that one. A little confused by it too. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> Briefly, we'll get to it. <laughs> but no, yeah, as a whole, I've been enjoying it. So should we start on feedback? Sure. Do you want me to read Harold? Sure. Alright, so Harold says Emily, Sue, Matt, and B. <laughs> oh. Poor <laughs> B falling behind, too. Yeah, well, he's got a pretty good excuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations, congratulations to be on the birth of her son. My advice is keep Wesley away. <laughs> 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 and don't take any of those prophecies too literally. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> is this the Cordelia Chase Memorial Podcast? Oh. oh. Tears? Uh, no. <laughs> this is one of the oddest groupings of episodes. None of these episodes are anything like the others, <laughs> and their plots are totally unconnected. That's true. <laughs> he says, You're welcome. This is a difficult episode to write about. I'm mad enough to admit I I have got choked up every time I've seen this episode, even the time I watched it with the commentary track. I am glad I chose next week to guess instead of this week because I would be bawling the whole time. <laughs> He actually said that he cried while writing his feedback to oh us, my which gosh. is like one of the greatest things I think anyone's ever written to us. Oh, wow. I love that. In a season with a lot of great episodes, I think this is my favorite one, even if it is not objectively the best. I just love having Cordelia back and an angel side, sword in hand, as I face off against Lindsay. And I will shush any questions in my mind about whether this Lindsay seems anything at all like the Lindsay we knew from the first two seasons. <laughs> Good job, Harold. <laughs> you shush that. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you could stay for more, but sometimes we have to take what we can get. Also, what was he doing? What was his plan? Does anyone know? Whose plan? Lindsay. I was gonna that ask big that. machine. Explain, explain in one sentence what his plan was. Go. <laughs> I was gonna I ask know. you guys, <laughs> and I really didn't know what that big machine did down in the basement. Were they in the basement? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> was it like a monster in that machine? I don't know. <laughs> no one knows. Oh I figured it was like a big bomber. I don't know. It's so weird. Even if you could say that he was turning on a machine to unleash a monster, why? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. 
I mean, I love that Cordelia comes back, but the powers that be wake her up out of her mystical coma to stop this great thing. We don't even know what it is. <laughs> I think it's a bigger picture. It was to put Angel back on track. Right? I wish you'd been clearer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's see. Angel the character and Angel the TV show have been missing Cordelia really since the end of season three. This is a Cordy that we knew and loved. Not whatever that was in season four. <laughs> um, by the way, this was Angel's 100th episode. Buffy's 100th episode was The Gift. I don't think it is coincidence that both Buffy and Cordelia die in the 100th episodes. They were... Oh, yeah. They also brought back a lot of characters. Doyle... I mean, they brought back him as well as they could. Right. And... Lindsay, if anyone cares. <laughs> I like Lindsay, but Harold's right. This Lindsay is not the Lindsay that I remember. Hmm. I yeah. was not at all sad that... He got sucked up into that... Nope. <laughs> I was happy I, I thought he was going to be on the rest of the season. Oh. I thought he was going to have a much longer arc than he did. Be the big bad. So he came in, did some confusing <laughs> stuff, and left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says they were sort of shadow selves of one another. Both sacrificed everything to save the world. If you think back, all Cordy had to do was come check with the goose along and then she would have done she would have been done with the visions and her responsibilities she could have gone back to trying to become an actress but that is not what she wanted hmm. you know Cordelia's dying wish was to have one more day to get Angel back on track she confirms to him that he is the one in the prophecy how this all fits in with him staying at Wolfman and Hart we will have to wait and see uh, I don't remember him, her confirming that he's the one just, in the prophecy. I was just gonna ask. I don't. I don't remember did that. Did I miss that? Or did Harold read something into something that I did not? <laughs> Possibly, because I I don't remember that either. I'd watch it again, but I'd probably ball like a baby. Spoiler alert: This is my biggest cry in the entire Buffy versus this episode. Really? <laughs> this what one is it with kills you two? me. You and Harold. I, know, I, I don't know. I, I, I like Cordelia, but... Uh... We must be saps for Cordy. <laughs> I don't know. Like, this yeah, is not the body? Nope. This is my biggest cry. Well... Oh. Huh. Um, I guess it felt too happy. It felt too... Like, this is a nice exit. Like, I can live with this. It is. I mean, it's a good cry. But it is a cry. It's a cry. Every time. Well, <laughs> like it takes something out of me. I, yeah. I didn't cry. Hmm. Weird. Well, I mean, spoiler alert, I didn't know she was a ghost until she was gone. <laughs> You're not supposed to. Okay. I was like, other people probably knew right away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I was I was so devastated. Yeah. First time. Yeah. Um, okay. 
says, this episode is a little bit like season four's Awakening, where everything seems back to normal, but it turned out to be a mirage. On first watch, I was so excited about the Cordy coming back, how she gives Angel clarity of purpose and their battle with Lindsay. Plus, she's just so Cordy. Yeah. And we hadn't had that for an entire season. Yes. And then this half season where she's not there at all. Yeah. It's so awesome and exciting. She has really great hair. Yeah. Yeah, her hair looks great. Most people do not look that good when they wake up from a coma. (laughs) Just FYI. (laughs) (laughs) And they're not that spry and all that. Well, they talked about that in the commentary, and it's like, is that one of the clues? (laughs) That, Yeah, well, they don't look like that because she was like, not, I mean, she was there, but... Well, they tried to explain it away being a mystical coma. True. So I just kind of buy that explanation. I just figured, too, is that in a coma at Wolfram Hearts, and she'd been getting, like, her hair done. And that's just how they do it there. True. But even, you know, being able to use your muscles at all. (laughs) All the atrophy. Mm Mm-hmm. And just weakening of everything and all that. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that goes into being in a coma for how many months? Nine? Yeah. How long did they say? A long time. Long time. Okay, he says, this episode is a little bit like season four's Awakening, where everything seems back to normal, but it turned out to be a mirage. Uh, blah, blah. Okay, I already read that. Mm-hmm. The episode doesn't lose anything on rewatch because it doesn't hinge on the surprise ending. When you watch it again, you realize that Cordelia was pulling the curtains to hide her own body. You realize that she is trying to square things with Wesley for what her possessed body did to Lila last season. You realize that she is letting Angel know that she did love him. Like Doyle, she used her last breath to save Angel, and she didn't compromise. Uh, Things I liked. Seeing Doyle's commercial from Hero one more time. The gag where the devil makes plans with Angel for (laughs) (laughs) Raxwell. That's classic Angel. (laughs) (laughs) The sword fight. Including the soundtrack score, which is feature film level quality, the CGI, the runes coming off Lindsay. Those are all good things, yeah. yeah. I, I really like the tired. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, because I'm kind of tired of the, of the gag where, yes, we work at, at Wolfram and Hart, but everything is completely normal. Nothing out of the ordinary <laughs> or strange ever happens. <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. Wait a, there's the joke. Yeah. There's something weird. I have to confess, right. it works it. on me every time. I know. <laughs> on this one especially, it was just so on the spot. Yes. They have made a deal with the devil, and the devil walks out, so we've got a deal, right? We're on crack. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Got, like, a tail. <laughs> I didn't notice a tail. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um, okay, why we fight? And right after my favorite episode of the season comes my least, why we fight. <laughs> the only reason I can guess for this episode is that someone likes submarine movies or they were able to get the use of the set for a week. I know. Do you think like some like submarine movie was filmed on that lot and they're like, you guys can use this for a week. <laughs> and they're like, yes. <laughs> it's got to be something like that. Cause I was thinking maybe it sense. was that evil costume lady is like, I found some Nazi uniforms. <laughs> Also, I wrote a script. 
submarine was loaned. Yeah. Yep, we've solved it. (laughs) 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 No, they just filmed that submarine movie, and it was just there, and (laughs) they were given permission. Guess what we found from the set of Down Periscope? (laughs) 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 We found the submarine. These are these are hard to come by. We've got to do something. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank. Okay. Uh, World War Two. <laughs> in my fantasy, though, that she owns the submarine. It's in her backyard, and she's kidnapped everybody at gunpoint, and she's forcing them to to perform her script. <laughs> this is this is crazy. Set ladies last hurrah. <laughs> He's the first one to find out they're getting canceled. (laughs) 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 Okay. He says, I feel like there's a theme about becoming lost and trying to regain one's purpose, which ties it to the ongoing theme. Otherwise, it really just doesn't tell us much about our characters, most of whom are barely in this one. It is interesting that the sailor vampire may have got enough of Angel's soul to explain why he seems to be the only unsold vampire to be unhappy about becoming a vampire. The rest revel in their newfound power. Yeah, I just didn't. I just really stopped caring at that point when. I I can't make sense in my brain how Angel having a soul and biting a vampire would would change anything. Yeah. It's like the angel, the soul sperm, <laughs> talking about on right. potential cast. It's like they thought briefly that, you know, when Darla was pregnant with Connor that he'd have might have a soul because angel has a soul and it's like what it will transfer through your sperm <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> yeah um, he says for those that don't know why we fight is the name of a series of propaganda films that frank capper made for the u.s military during world war ii <laughs> hmm. um, he says i didn't double check the quote but i'm pretty sure that connor called angel the prince of lies last season that sounds right. I think he did. Maybe. He knows he's a liar. <laughs> Talks about that a lot. Um, it is interesting that both the U.S. and the Nazis had initiative projects. There's a little about all that in the uh, in the Wikipedia page. That that's possibly a early version of the initiative. Yeah, I wrote that down. I was like, oh, are these like the first guys of the initiative? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and he's <laughs> the costume lady's like, I know, I'll tie it into the initiative. People like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite plot of Buffy. <laughs> God, you really are evil. <laughs> How do you keep getting on the set? I don't understand. And the Nazi, the Nazi part was everyone's favorite part of Hero. Oh yeah, the pseudo Nazis. 
Mary, that's right. And he says, oh, and why is it that in damage both Angel and Spike Romanian? Both Angel and Spike speak Romanian and Chinese, and Spike wants new fioral demon language, but neither of them know German. (laughs) (laughs) I wondered that, too. I thought he'd pick up a little German. Spike said he doesn't speak Chinese. He recognized it, though. Right. But he said that a few times. But yeah, they seem to win convenient no languages. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, smile time. This is definitely one of the most memorable and quirkiest Angel episodes. It is also pretty creepy. Those puppets freak me out. Hey, stop freaking me out. <laughs> puppets. It's <laughs> <laughs> a freaks and geeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, rewatching this season, I noticed that there have been a couple of references to Angel being a puppet of Wolverine Hart, which had to be intentional. <laughs> <laughs> we also have the return of Nina the Werewolf, and she is the last of the superpowered females that this show kept on trying to add. I love the scenes where Angel is telling Nina that he hasn't been paying enough attention to what is going on in front of him and misses out. That she has transformed, and when she wakes up, was jumping in her mouth and thinks she has killed him. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> so what is the deal with Gun's upgrade? Did the senior partners really want his upgrade to fade away, or did this doctor do that to get some fringe benefits? How long will this latest upgrade last? Yeah, that was an interesting development. Do you have any thoughts? <laughs> I kind of had the exact same questions that Harold just put. I was like, did the doctor do that on purpose? or He seemed uh, to have a ready... Yeah, like a ready... Thing for Gun to do. Or did the senior partners like purposely want it to only be temporary, you know? Did they get mad at him for something? I don't know. I just thought maybe it was temporary to begin with. Like they thought they would have gotten rid of these guys by then. I don't know. Um, Who knows? He says that Wesley and Fred are now a thing. My first time around, I was happy for this development. This time, I'm kind of meh. I just haven't seen that much of a connection between the two, and Wesley has seemed a little bit creepy at times. Maybe she should have chose Knox. Like, Fred's reaction when she first sees Puppet Angel. Spikes, you're a wee little puppet man. (laughs) (laughs) The slow walk with Puppet Angel carrying the sword. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thanks, Harold. Thanks, Harold. All right, we got some feedback from Ray. Uh, He says, I missed feedback last time, but I did want to comment on damage very quickly. In the Buffy finale, they have a scene where all the potential slayers have their powers awoken, and it's this very happy and uplifting moment. But Angel takes that moment and really goes dark with it. Who would have thought about the fact that maybe one of those potentials might be a crazy person (laughs) who could use them in a bad way? It's an interesting idea, and I really love it, but in the end, the show chickens out and makes it so that it wasn't Spike that was torturing that crazy potential when she was little. 
I think that making Spike actually be the person who did that would have made the episode that much more interesting. But I still think it's pretty good. Plus, we got to have some Andrew, and that's always a win in my book. Um, as at least B and I spoke, which you, you at this point hadn't heard our talk about it, but you will by now. Um, it just didn't seem like a Spike thing. Mm-mm. It would also be too much of a coincidence. Big coincidence. Not, and yeah. just, not as big it, of a coincidence of, uh, as Angel goes to the bottom of the ocean and onto a submarine and Spike is also there. <laughs> yes, yeah, I have words about that. But, much as I like Spike, I just feel like that was just thrown in there to put James Marshers in this episode and I thought that was lame. But I really like the continuity of taking the Buffy finale and then adding a little twist to the end of that. It's a mm-hmm. nice little coda for that. Yes. I agree. But yeah, even at Spike's most evil, I just it just doesn't seem like his MO ever. Just torturing a little girl for fun like that. Yeah, no. Seems very angelicy. Anyway. So I was glad they chickened out, as Ray put it, because it was very disturbing to me. Because <laughs> at first I thought it was him, my first watch. And I did not like that one bit, but I wouldn't, would I? <clears throat> okay, so he says, okay, now on to the three episodes that you are talking about this podcast. Two out of the out of the three are absolute classics in the Buffyverse. You're Welcome and Smile Time are both amazing for different reasons. You're Welcome is so emotional and Smile Time is so fun. You're Welcome. In my mind, Cordy is really the heart of the show and she has been that since the very beginning. Then she got a raw deal in season four, and then Charisma was dropped from the cast for season five. Thank God that Charisma agreed to come back and give the character the send-off that she truly deserved. What can I say? The end of this episode is one of the most emotional in the history of the Buffyverse. Thank you! (laughs) (laughs) No matter how many times I watch, this episode always gets me. Also worth noting that this is the 100th episode for the show, and I love how they use Lindsay, Doyle, and Cordy to bring the show back to the beginning. And I think the writing for Cordy is pitch perfect, too. This is pretty much a perfect episode of TV, in my opinion. It certainly gives me the feels, and Cordy gets to go out as a hero. Um, yeah, I'll talk a little bit about what was going on with Charisma and everything when we get to it. Um, okay, so why we fight. I get why the writers thought it might be fun to have an episode set during World War II in the same way that Are You Now or Have You Ever Been was fun. But honestly, this episode just bores me, and being sandwiched in between these two classics doesn't help it at all. Smile time. Puppet Angel, how much fun is this episode? It's so weird, but in a show where you can have all kinds of different supernatural things happen in spells, you can turn Angel into a puppet and it doesn't seem that crazy. (laughs) So many good scenes with Puppet Angel. I particularly like the fight he has with Spike. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I can't stop laughing. I know, he like punches him and he just giggles. (laughs) It's so great. Add in all the great Wesley and Fred stuff as well, and this episode becomes one of my all-time favorite Angel episodes. I hope that Sue and B enjoyed these two episodes as much as I do. I did. I think B will. I do too. I had to give B a warning about emotional content. <laughs> mm. I asked her if she wanted me 
to warn her now that she's postpartum. When there's a when and if there's a, an emotional episode, just let her know it's coming. And so she said, yes, please. <laughs> oh, that was a yes. Who dies? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, told me about that. Yes. Who dies? <laughs> so, yeah, I told her that you're welcome is a little emotional to some people. Not me and Sue. We're made of stone. <laughs> you too, you cold-hearted. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I was really happy to see her back, and I'm really bummed she gone. she's gone, but I don't know. It's not going to bring tears to my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I was more like, huh, so that's that's what they're doing. That's how they're letting her go. <clears throat> All right. That is. Okay, so let's get into them, I guess. So for <laughs> for this set of episodes, we have number one, number three, <laughs> and number twenty-one. <laughs> well, let me guess. Um, okay, well, you're welcome. It's got to be number one, and Nazi submarine. Okay, why we fight? Is 21 and Smile Time is 3? Yeah, those are okay. pretty easy. Yeah, pretty easy. <laughs> you could make an argument that Smile Time is number one. I would put you it. Could. I would put it above You're Welcome, but... Yeah, I would too. I know the Buffy fans by now. And I love I love Charisma Carpenter and Cordelia, but the episode, this episode, last episode feels like a patchwork of ideas and not knowing Lindsay's plan and what he's doing and how he's so not his, the character that we had come to know is. Yeah. Ray calls it almost a perfect episode and I can't because of the Lindsay stuff. Mm -hmm. It was really underserved. Whereas I think smile time is a pretty much a perfect episode. Yeah, Smile Time is pretty perfect. From concept execution. And there's so many other things happening that are, you know, taking place in that episode. That <laughs> it actually love... feels important, too. Mm. So. And I love that he's still a puppet when it's over. <laughs> like, <laughs> it didn't wear off right away. <laughs> 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 and apparently he goes out to lunch with Nina. <laughs> I wanted to see that in the blue I know. <laughs> the end credits. <laughs> so what is the worst of the season did we, did we already we've had that? it was what it, was it was it the cautionary tale of no, no it wasn't it was unleashed which was a little surprising oh, yeah that's cautionary tale is much worse <laughs> mm-hmm. no, I'd put I'd put cautionary tale as number 21 and why we fight as number 22 I would too I would definitely put them as worse than Unleashed, for sure, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I put. I think I put Why We Fight as the worst. Yep. I'm least... so glad, because it was one of those where I was watching it going, this is so bad. <laughs> and I would think, I wonder if this is like one of those that everyone loves for some weird reason. You know? You always do that. You I like, get, so get worried about your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I, it doesn't if? bother me when I really like it and no one else does. 
I have a bigger problem, and I'm like, I really hate this one. I wonder if everyone else likes it. Because I find it harder to defend my hate. I don't know. No, that's a lot more intimidating. Yeah. Has there been an episode I was like going to just ask you, have we even had that? I know you feared it. I wouldn't say that there's one I hate that everyone loved, but there's been ones that I'm just like, well, all right, that was good, but... Eh. Like for the Sfoozies? Sfoozies? Sfoozies. The... Uh-huh. Film spotting SVU awards. Oh, <laughs> they do the I didn't get it or they didn't get it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Your I don't get it. Yeah, the I don't get it. I can't think of one in particular, but I just had one with the new season of the X Files. Hmm. This episode. Oh, it was great. Oh, it's so glad it justifies them coming back for a tenth season. 14 years later, oh, it was fantastic. And I'm like, oh, I fucking hated it. (laughs) (laughs) That sucks. How many have played? Four out of six? Or three? Uh, They've done four out of the six, but I've only seen the first three. Okay. Well, the fourth one is tonight. Oh, it's on Mondays. Okay, okay. So, you're welcome. I was happy to see the heroine Chief Demon. Demon Yes. (laughs) And there's a joke about he's been hiding there eating toner, and that's apparently why it was out of toner in that Harm's Way episode. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, he's such a creepy little dude. I love him. (laughs) I know! Can you picture him, like, creeping there for, like, months (laughs) eating the toner? That's such an awesome image. <laughs> oh, <that's> so weird. <laughs> I think Sue called him heroin chic. <laughs> I'll never yeah. think of it any other way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I even wrote it down. I'm like, it's the heroin chic demon. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something you've missed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because our talk about that episode hasn't come out yet. Uh-uh. That's what happens, yeah, when we get yeah. more recorded than we've put out. Um, very much enjoyed that he keeps him on a chain and then drains blood from his wrists into like a goblet and drinks I it. I know, the cork is so, so messed up. It's it so really gross. Is. And L- Lord ate it. Who thought of this? <laughs> I don't know. Horrible people. Um, I like the deal with the devil guy. So, okay. Cordy remembers Connor. <laughs> yes. Everyone remembers that, con- that, like, what happened with Cordy and Jasmine, right? Like, giving birth to Jasmine? But yeah, they, but I'm but guessing... none of them remember Connor. No, I'm guessing that that was, like, just wiped from their memory. I don't know if they got a different version, or if it's just one of those spell things, where it's like every time they think about maybe who the father was or anything, it just, mm-hmm. their brains just don't do it. Okay. Or if they were implanted totally different memories about it being just like maybe some passing demon in the night. Like oh, gotcha. Was. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. One yeah, of my whatever. notes, I'm, I'm looking at my notes, I'm so confused, I don't know what it means, and now I do. I, I wrote a little slave thing. Like, what am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the heroine. talking about toner guy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I wrote down, so is Courtney just going to be like a guest star for the rest of the season? (laughs) (laughs) So I've got some audio of a Comic-Con where, so apparently the show has been, was telling people that she, just for personal reasons, didn't come back. Uh Uh-huh. But she, in a, what year was it? 2009 or something at a comic con she kind of spilled her guts about it oh really her side of the story yeah and i have it here do you guys want to hear it yeah sure it's the whole thing's maybe seven or eight minutes but i'm just gonna play the last like three story 
That's the story behind that. And it sucked that I died, but I really felt it was a hell of a way to go. (laughs) So, it's a really sad backstory. I mean, it sounds like it went down really horribly. Before, I'll post the link to that thing so you can hear the whole thing. But they were mad at her about the pregnancy. And Mm -hmm. I think Joss personally was kind of upset they had a totally different story for season four and then they couldn't do it but she's like you know when you work for eight or nine years life can get in the way you know you think of her of childbearing age and married and wanting to start a family with this guy and it's but then you can see joss's point too i don't know if they had some sort of contract that she broke who knows there's not a lot of info out there about it and it's a touchy subject for women in general, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, what am I supposed to do? I want to have a baby. And what are you going to do to stop it, <laughs> you know? I can see if they had had some prior agreement, like, yes. I'm going to have kids, I would just really appreciate a heads up. so I can A write, big heads write. up that you're planning <laughs> yeah. on it, you yeah. know, and who knows? I mean, this like, was I'm her pregnant side. and I'm six months pregnant, like, oh... Yeah, that's pretty lame. Yeah, shady. Yeah. No, it totally is. And we got her side, and who yeah, knows we don't know. how it really did go down. But they were pretty upset. And I could see them being upset, especially if there's little things, like little rumors I've heard, like she took a long time to tell them. But on the other hand, you think about it, it was only the last couple episodes she even showed as pregnant. I mean, she looked pregnant. You could kind of tell, but they were doing the movie thing where you... Don't right. film her stomach, and you put her in baggier clothing. They did that for a long time. It seems like they could have, just for another couple episodes, done it. Except I think she would have been more active and fighting and stuff. So It sounds like they just totally couldn't do what they did. And season four did end up being you know, pretty lame how pretty it did lame. go down. Yeah. And they probably put a little of that blame on her. But it just... I hate the. It just is terrible to hear that it sounds like it went down really bad. Yeah, like they didn't tell her that she wasn't coming back. Like she they found out by a, from a reporter. Like what are yeah. you? Yeah, and nobody called That's her. Tacky. Like, does it yeah. sound like none of her fellow castmates even called her to apologize or say we're gonna miss you? It just I don't know. Yeah, I hate hearing things like that. Especially for a character like that, she was so great. Right. And then I find out that that scene, the end scene, so, you know, this was not a Joss Whedon written episode, but he wrote that ending scene. Um. And apparently David and Charisma just cried for hours. (laughs) Like, it was tough on both of them. And the emotion you see on both of them when their voices break and things is absolutely true and they had to stop filming a lot to get a hold of themselves and that just adds to it they had such a great chemistry they really did they They, did it could have been really great and it's really a shame and that kind of adds you know that all that backstory kind of adds to the sadness of this episode to me knowing that she was so hesitant to do it but the script was just so great she's like well, that's that's too good. I got to do it. <laughs> right. Well, she rocked it too. She did. And you know, it ended up 
ending anyway. And that was a big surprise. And Smile Time was the first episode to air after they found out they had been canceled. Oh, bummer. And I will look it up for next time, but I heard long ago that um, the cancellation was a huge surprise. Like, this was the this was the season Joss had ever had that he was, like, so sure they were getting another season. And he said he, he was so sure, he said he, like, asked too early. And for some reason, in the timing that he asked, made him say no. Oh, and bummer. it was like this big weird surprise. And I remember hearing this from his mouth. I don't remember what interview it was and if it was a recording. I, I, I'm kind of thinking it might have been on the Nerdist. Hmm. So I'm going to do a little huh. research and find this where he talks about it. I think it was that Nerdist interview. I'm going to check. See, I had heard a slightly different story, that the network hadn't committed to another season and they were waffling about it. And the, the production staff had said, you know, you have – tell us now. Like, if, you, if we're not coming back, tell us now so that we can start planning an, an exit. And so the network said, well, fine. You're not going to get picked up. Yeah, that and sounds then, a little familiar too. And then they and then they kind of realized afterwards, you know what, if we hadn't have pressured them into making a decision right yeah, then, they probably would have right. picked us up. Yeah, cuz it kind of sounds like they gave them an ultimatum like and the and the network called their bluff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah, lame. It was something really lame that it could have easily gone on, but there were just some stupid timing mistakes, something. Well, the uh, cancellation of Deadwood is a lot like this, too. Oh, is it? Where it's a lot of miscommunication. Ugh, uh, that's so uh, frustrating to hear when you're a fan. It's like, there could have been more. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you dummies. <laughs> <laughs> what is this one of the series? This is number one. Of the whole series? Yeah. Oh. No. It is. It's number one. <laughs> All right. Um, it's in my top couple. Here's Tell another. You that much. I don't here's know if another it's number one. Just huge flaw, and and this is that Spike is playing Donkey Kong, which is a Nintendo game on a Microsoft Xbox. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> I didn't write no that sense. down. I was like, Spike's playing Donkey Kong <laughs> on an Xbox. That's I didn't notice that. <laughs> I always. Whenever I see characters playing video games, I always pay very close attention because I, because they're it's never accurate. It's either the wrong <laughs> controller or the wrong game or, you know, this game wasn't on this on this system or the the controller's not connected or they're just mashing buttons like like you don't play a game like that like you're you're not so frantically pushing buttons. Ooh, that evil set lady, and this is not her last mistake. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, I liked when Eve shows up and Cordelia says, and I thought Darla was rock bottom. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I liked it when Harmony came running in to torture Eve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is so great. <laughs> Fred doesn't know anything about Lindsay. That seems very strange that they would never have a conversation and they mention Lindsay. They hang out together all the time. Yeah. He, he never came up in conversation? Yeah, that's a little unbelievable. <laughs> my last note is, what is Lindsay even doing? I know. I, my last note is, what is that big machine? <laughs> <laughs> I 
That is so weird. It makes no sense. And yeah, I just can't believe that that's so. Like he's done. We're just not going to see him again. <laughs> okay. I didn't say that. No, <laughs> you I, did. I know, but I didn't understand his whole thing. I'm glad that you guys mentioned that because I was like, "Am I lost?" <laughs> did I miss something? <laughs> so if if Cordy was a, a a ghost, why was she corporeal? She wasn't a ghost. Um, it's it. She got whatever she wants. She got her last wish, <laughs> and like the powers that be gave her a favor and. They can do whatever they want, but I know that there was an actual body, because we do see her, you know, cover up that body from them at the very beginning in Mm -hmm. the the hospital room. Right. So, she was basically a ghost, but I have no problem stretching my mind that she was, you know, actually physically a body there, but just just because the powers that be can, can do whatever. (laughs) <laughs> she's she is you know by all definitions not all but by most definitions a ghost but she was okay. corporeal they made her corporeal you could just think okay I'll take it <laughs> I do have a note that um the very last time I watched this I noticed in the hospital room Angel totally checks out her backside in her hospital gown when she turns around <laughs> He very, very obviously checks out her backside when she turns around in her hospital gown. That's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, so I was... I was really happy to see her back. I really thought she was going to be on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, every time you guys... (laughs) They wouldn't just... And Kat was doing it too. They're not going to just... Have her be gone. You guys just killed me a little inside every time. <laughs> you and B have had that conversation so many times. And they didn't just leave it. They gave her an awesome episode. Yeah. But, yeah, she's gone. Well, at the end, she filled buttons <laughs> on a machine. <laughs> we still don't know what the purpose was. Crystal. She like, took the crystal out. <laughs> I mean, it was a great, it was a great action sequence. But with all the training that Angel gave her, she didn't get to fight. All she did was fiddle with buttons. That's kind of sad. Did she fight any zombies? A little bit, for a minute. Uh, And then the fight took over the zombies. (laughs) Still. Buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. It's definitely among my top five of the season. It's in my top five of the series. I don't know which one it is exactly. That's a very hard thing to do. I always feel like that list can always be nebulous of everything like that. Sometimes the ones just hit you more. It's like your favorite album, you know? Sometimes I'll go for like two years, and that's always a Radiohead album, but they revolve. (laughs) And it'll be a couple years where that is my favorite album, because for some reason right now that one's speaking to me, and that you know happens with episodes. But I know it's probably always going to be in my top five. 
somewhere is in there. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, no, that's a bummer that she's gone and gone for good. Yep. She is was the heart of the show, and you know Spike Spike is fun, but he's not a replacement. Mm mm. But, yeah, I'll take it. And I'm glad that they did it so well. Gave her that one last episode, and I'm glad they did address it and just have her in a coma the whole time. And <laughs> they needed to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually, for this hundredth episode. I don't, it wouldn't have been like this, but they wanted to get Buffy on, mm. and they could not get Sarah Michelle Gellar. There was a conflict, but that was their main idea for the 100th episode, is for some reason get Buffy back, which would have been epically cool, mm-hmm. but they couldn't, so they they did this instead, which was great. I also like the title of the episode. You don't know why it's called You're Welcome until Angel gives the final line. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she says you're welcome. That's her last thing she says. Well, she says you're welcome, but his last line is thank you. And I want to think that it's... You're welcome is sort of the powers that be saying to Angel, you're welcome. And that's why it's called You're Welcome. Not because she said it. Oh, I look at it because she said it. And right before she said it, she's like... And you'll tell the gang as soon as you get it. <laughs> and then it's like, that's when he gets it. And he's like, thank you. I yeah, That's the way I look at it. But your idea is fun, too. I like seeing different views. Yeah, I like almost just as well him saying thank you to the powers of be for giving him that. Yeah. Personally, that's... I think he was thanking Cordelia for her. You're welcome. Maybe it was both. Little of... Little column A, little column B. I can there you go. If I can't be right, I'll compromise on that. <laughs> <laughs> Why we fight? Okay, we're yeah. going to do Why okay. We Fight. <laughs> I have no notes for this, and I'm going to get a snack. You talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why we fight is number 104. It's, what number is it? 104 out of 111. There's a lot of pretty bad episodes of Angel. This one's mostly bad. I mean, this one in season one would have been pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it's in season five. Sandwich between two ones that totally outshine it. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, there's really not much to say on this one. I was Here's... confused, like, why Spike and those other two vampires were in that submarine. Mm-hmm. I think... Now, the Nazis did it, right? That Nazi guy that was on the sub brought them to kill everybody and steal whatever plans they were trying to get back. So, okay, so the the Nazis, like... The Nazis planted them there. There was some sort of plan, plans, like physical papers or something. Right, 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 right. That the U.S. was trying to... Keep 
and not get into Nazi hands. But the U.S. had, like, taken over their sub, or... It was a U.S. sub, right? I think the Nazis... I don't know if that's explained ever. My brain just decided that the Nazis snuck on there. (laughs) 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 With Spike and the Prince of Darkness, or the Prince of Lies, and... That guy. Yeah. Nostraf. Okay, whatever. I... Why was why was Spike's hair black? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why did they do that? I don't know. And was it important enough for James Marshers to have to like totally dye his hair I know. black for I... one episode and then go back? Because that was not a wig. No. And then I'm like, was something going on? In James Marster's life where he really needed dark hair for that. Like, what, did he get married? And she's like, I'm not marrying. I'm not having my wedding pictures. With Spike. <laughs> and so it's like, crazy prop lady. Just whatever you do with my character, make it black. Although he could have just had the whole week off because he didn't need to be there. It Didn't it feel like we need to insert Spike? Yes, it. I it was just jarring. I I just didn't get it because, like the guys from the army or whatever, the government, secret government guys come to Angel, convince him that he's got to go down into this sub to save him, but there was Nazis and vampires. I don't know. I. <laughs> Are you still talking about this? I know. (laughs) I'm confused, but we can stop talking about it. What I did through most of the episode was the the Prince of Lies guy Mm -hmm. reminded me of what we do in the shadows. It reminded me of Pita, and I love Pita. And so I kept giggling, and my mind kept going back to what the funny scenes of what we do in the shadows, and... So I did like a la la la. I'm gonna go to a happy place. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen that movie? I don't think so. Oh my gosh, it's a red box. Go get it. It's a it's it's a New Zealand film and it's a mockumentary of like this uh, r- uh, vampire roommates, <laughs> and one of them is like a like a dandy from like the 1700s and one they're just funny and they're all kind of just hundreds of years old but they're all a little different and one of them is like lives in the basement and his name's Pita and he's like the Nosferatu kind of (laughs) vampire the one that looks like you know kind of like the Prince of Lies guy so it's a mockumentary so it's like um there's film crews at their house and oh that is so funny it's amazing okay i just read that okay (laughs) it's supposed to be like you know what they do in the shadows when you know they're doing the dishes and it's just really funny Like the vampires' everyday life. Gotcha. And they're a little funny little group because they're all 
they're all very old, and then they a new a new vampire gets sired, I guess, and he kind of brings the internet to them, and they're all like excited, and it's fun. It's good fun. I think it's done by the Flight of the Concords guys. Oh, right. They're from New Zealand. Yeah. Anyway, good, good movie. It's a red box right now. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Smile time. Before we start smile time, let me take Lola out before she Wait, stares. Wait, I just have down. one more question. So why okay. why does Angel tell that Lawson guy that if he sees him again, he'll have to kill him? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Because he hadn't really done anything yet. That's what I thought. So, okay. And I had one more. So, Wesley and Fred and Gunn are, like, standing on those chairs. <laughs> and they weren't, like, it didn't seem like they were rigged up to anything that would explode if a nope. vampire was dusted, right? Nope. It's like, don't you think if Angel would have dusted Lawson, he could have saved them, too? <laughs> Like, did he need Lawson to save those guys? I don't know. That was dumb. Okay, it was dumb. I hated it. I'm not. I could. I could maybe justify something, but I am not even gonna bother. (laughs) Okay. You abandoned us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna run Lola. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Smile time is ranked number six. All-time Angel episode. Oh, that makes me happy. I'm so glad that people like it so much. Did you have some thoughts that maybe people thought it was stupid? Uh, I, think, I think we hinted enough that there's two good ones and one bad one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you couldn't have thought we all like <laughs> why we fight and not like small time. I, I don't think I would have guessed that it would be in the top ten of all time of the season or the series. Not everybody likes Muppets as much as our family. Yes. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and not everyone just likes weird, quirky stuff either, you know? Yeah, that is pretty dang silly. It's dang silly. <laughs> but it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> I was just excited. Kind of episodes that Farscape would do. Now that was a show that had Muppets all the time. You know, it was Jim Henson. All the the creatures Mm -hmm. were were Muppets. But there was an episode where the characters were cartoons. Hmm. So that's the the what was it? Farscape. Farscape. Yeah, the sci-fi show. I've never heard of it. I remember it. Oh my goodness. I was just to look for the out there kind of concept episodes. Right. Of course, Community became famous for doing high concept episodes. It did. Yeah, I had no idea that Angel was going to become a puppet. I was just excited. I was like, ooh, a creepy kid show. This This is good. Yeah, I think that first And the kid laying there smiling freaked me out. I think my first time it really freaked me out too. Yeah. That's just kind of scary. And then the they show the picture of the girl smiling. That's still that's it's scary still too. pretty creepy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, 
I was just on board that, I don't know, there was some creepy kid creepy show. Comments. Yeah. <laughs> Evil Sesame Street. <laughs> exactly. I was like, sweet. <laughs> I like Knox's theory that it could be the Joker hitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good theory. Uh, what do I know? This, this is so awesome, and I guess that this was going to be the clunky one. <laughs> you did! I was like, oh, how little Sue knows. <laughs> when Emily gave me my assignment, and she told me that one was kind of a clunker. I guess it was this one, just based off the name. <laughs> uh, so, Gun losing his smartiness, I find interesting. Not sure how I feel about Werewolf Girl and, and Angel hooking up. But Angel is a puppet. Oh, that was so amazing. <laughs> he was so cute. I love, puppet. <laughs> I love how grumpy and broody the puppet like, his hair. And also that he like has like his emotions are too big for his puppets. <laughs> it's like they come out really excited. <laughs> Detail is I awesome. Loved his furrowed brow. His <laughs> eyebrow <laughs> action was so good. And... The constant furrowed brow, like the constant frown. <laughs> <laughs> the hair. I know the hair is so good. The like he... front of it just like willowed around like feathers. <laughs> when he did like that that flip and he landed for the, for the you saw him stand for the first time with these like little stumpy legs. I was like, oh my god, he's so cute. <laughs> I think the first time he like walks after he like is he yelling at Spike or Harmony? I don't remember, but he like walks. It might have been his walk back after the fight. <laughs> his legs are so funny. I love puppet legs. Muppet legs yes. are the best. <laughs> it was always awesome when they showed Bert's legs with his little saddle shoes. Yes, <laughs> straight <not>. pants. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that Spike couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> this puppet's like beating the hell out of him and he can't stop laughing. <laughs> and when the, there's like a big fight in the elevator and the door's open, he's like slumped against. <laughs> and he's still laughing a little bit. <laughs> but he looks like he got totally hammered. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, it was just wonderful. I loved it. I loved I it loved... when he was like staggering because he'd just been attacked by Nina, and his guts were like cotton ball. <laughs> <laughs> so absurd. Is there a Geppetto in the house? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, he's explaining it, and Fred just keeps laughing. <laughs> And I love when he uh, when he vamps out. It like does the same thing where it like shows it CGI vamping out like it would with yes. a human. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I love that they're gonna go fight puppets. <laughs> 
one of my favorite images of the show was Gun like holding two ripped off <laughs> of an arm. And he's like, I think I'm good. <laughs> there was just puppet carnage everywhere. <laughs> when when Wesley yanks out the horn of his name of Ratio's you know, Ratio's <laughs> horn and it Ratio blows out blowers. like um <laughs> Like, like styrofoam nuts or something. I was like, yeah. "That's really gross." It's like that's so disgusting. I don't know why, but it's like, oh, it was. I found it really disturbing. It was. It was pretty gross, but hilarious. <laughs> yes. Oh, just. Oh, and the human that the puppet. Oh yeah. That oh was... yeah, yeah, Puppets. yeah. Yeah. That was dark. That was, <laughs> was really. Dark. It was really kind of disturbing to see, like, that scene, like, how evil. I was like, these are, like, little demons. They were. They're, they were demons. These are demon puppets, you know? You know, it's funny when they're, like, swearing and... <laughs> right. <laughs> Just be a bad... But, man, that was dark, dark, dark. Yeah, you... Really disturbing. It was. It would be one thing if he was already dead and he was just, you know, their puppet... Right. The irony of that, but the fact that he was begging them to kill him. Yes. And they were yeah. delighting and not doing that and torturing him. Yeah. That's what made it so disturbing. Yeah. So disturbing. Also, that's writer David Fury. That. Yeah, that's David Fury. Oh, okay. Okay. He was the mustard guy from What's More with Failing Team. Yes, yes, he was. Okay. Okay. And Wikipedia says it is unsure if that's the same character. <laughs> it's not. I don't, it's not, people. They don't all have to tie in like no. that. It's so stupid. Wikipedia. That <laughs> guy lived and worked in Sunnydale. <laughs> Someone, you know, has like some sort of fanfic going on about him. Or just has to tie him together. Just has to tie him together. Sometimes it just doesn't tie together like that. <laughs> and the Weeded verse is notorious for just reusing actors for different roles. Right, right. So yeah, yeah, this one, I love this one. Yeah, this is a good one. Also in my top five for sure. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't know about it. I'm so bad. I can't believe I've never seen like an image, or if I have, it just it just went over my head. Like I said, I could see you easily explaining it that oh, someone you know, instead of an action figure, someone made a puppet. Exactly. No problem there, you know. Yep. <laughs> I'd believe that. Um, I have a couple lines here. One is, "Yes, I'm a puppet. It doesn't mean you don't have work to do." <laughs> And then, um, <laughs> and then I like what he tells Nina. I made a felt, and my nose comes off. I know, and he pulls his nose off. <laughs> and it sounds a little like he's plugging his nose when he talks. Yes, it totally does. Oh my gosh, I want to watch it again right now. <laughs> and I like the scene of this does when he's just sewing himself <laughs> back together. <laughs> oh man, it's so great. Um, the scene in the studio where all the 
the humans are zombie crew members. Okay. It's, it's very dark, but then the large puppet, mute puppet ratio, like, turns around and he walks out and he goes, do, 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 do. It's like, <laughs> it's <Yeah>. so weird. <laughs> Weeks as he walks out. <laughs> it's it is so random. They did the weirdest things. <laughs> it's like my friend Doug and I just when they decided that we would love it if someone went to a wedding and if like dad wore clown shoes walking his daughter down. It's just like squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs> we laughed about that for like three days. <laughs> All these inappropriate places you can wear clown shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the image is awesome. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like it's... trying not to let them squeak. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. This was such a great one. I loved it so much. I'm so glad they had that idea. Whoever designed the angel puppet. Oh, so great. So good. And I I just love it because they could have just done an evil Sesame Street, but I love that Joss came up with the idea to turn Angel into a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> that was so genius. <laughs> and in this world, you can. Yep. And it doesn't seem that weird. Nope. It's a little weird, but not unbelievable. Not unbelievable. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> and I just love it. Weirder than that is that this kid's TV show tapes live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I just love that his puppet's also a vampire. It's <laughs> 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 just so stupid. <laughs> So what was your reaction when uh, Angel gets thrown into the boxes and then he, his little puppet hand comes up and you see him as a puppet? Like, what did you think at <laughs> that moment? See, is that moment, is it all you see is his hands or does he pop up? No, you see, up. You, see his, you see his hand first, his little felt hand, okay. and then he picks up, he gets up and he looks at himself and he's like, uh-oh. <laughs> I, it was sure, it was just pure delight. <laughs> what I wrote down is Angel's a puppet Exclamation point Exclamation point At about ten Ha ha ha's <laughs> <laughs> And that Means Sue is extremely happy It was wonderful I, I loved it I was just Just surprised And delighted Yeah I remember early on Possibly even Before we even Probably, most likely, before we even decided to podcast about these, one of my selling points <laughs> for you to watch was like, there's an episode with Muppets. <laughs> I would have been like, I'm in. <laughs> I know, and I'm so glad I did. Because, like I said, I've just, this is one of those that I've just had in my pocket that mm-hmm. I wanted to hint about for so long and so many times, and I'm just like, nope. Uh, this one is going in the pocket, and it's going to be a total shocker surprise for Sue. It was very shocking. I had no idea this was coming, and I was just so happy. 
I just thought it was great. Yep. So I loved all the puppet stuff, and I'm like, oh, Wesley and friend Wesley are going to get together. Okay. I feel like I don't even care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care too much. I really don't. I like it. I'm I'm fine with it, but I'm not pulling for him like I would have before, you know. Yeah. Well, I don't like Knox very much. I don't date your boss. That's weird. It's mm-hmm. it's not it's not right at all. <laughs> no, and he kind of he doesn't win any friends this episode. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and kind of. I was kind of off the docks thing this episode. Yeah. So I was glad. I'm glad that she and Knox aren't getting together because I was afraid it was going there. And I was like. It was for a little while. Yeah. Life of the party comes to mind. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, they're going to do it to Wesley again. I'd rather just none of them date. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then there was that weirdness a few episodes ago where she. You could tell that she's totally cut it off with Knox, like, mm-hmm. no. Right. And, I don't know. Did you suspect she liked Wesley? Um, I think there were a few yeah. hints dropped. I don't remember how subtle they are. Well, something interrupted something they were talking about. Lineage. Ever since Lineage, yeah. that's when it changed for her. He killed his dad for her. Right. Right. And I, and think... I think that was a game changer. Yeah. I think we slightly discussed it that, yeah. So, I wasn't surprised. Mm-mm. And uh, I'm fine with it. I'm good. You know, yay. I hope it works out because Wesley is still my very favorite out of all of Joss's shows so far. So you want him to be happy? I want him to be happy. Do you think they'll last through the season? I think so. There's only, what, like nine episodes left? Ten? Eight? Something like that. Yeah, so... Someone deserves some happiness. <laughs> they didn't leave him with too much time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's been in love with her a long time. <laughs> so... Yeah, good times. This was... You were right. This one, this grouping had a couple of good ones and a clunky. <laughs> I was right. Gotta find my master list. Here it is. <clears throat> All right. So what is next? Next, you will watch A Hole in the World, Shells, and Underneath. Shells, just like S-H-E-L-L-S? Mm-hmm. Underneath. <laughs> I will say that two of these are my two favorite episodes of the season. Hmm. Oh, wow. No, maybe I would say Smile Time is my number two. One of these is my number one, and the other one's the number one. <laughs> Harold said there's good ones with every set from now on. Really I know, I know. And it's just, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to predict, because um, we, we never even really talked about Eve, so is Eve, Eve is just gone. <laughs> <laughs> She's slunk away. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I None of them are like, I can't come up with any predictions. You're not going to go literal? <laughs> I know. I'm thinking shells is the one I can go the most literal with because shells are shells. 
shelf. No shelves. <laughs> so, clearly some, a mermaid episode. Something <laughs> under the sea, yes. <laughs> Matt's favorite. Oh, shh. Sorry. Um, what? A hole in the world. <laughs> I was just saying... Your favorite one is obviously the one about the shells and the mermaids. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) This one-off weird thing. (laughs) I just have a hole in the world starts with Angel referring to the days when he was a puppet. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that it ends and he's still a puppet. And how is it getting better? Like, is he... I can't imagine he'd, like, slowly turn back into a vampire. (laughs) How would that work? What signs did they see that he's improving? (laughs) Because he looked like a Muppet to me. I don't know, but it's the best ever. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't wear off right away. (laughs) Oh... See, this would have been... (laughs) Alright. I don't have any predictions. I'm tired, too. So, I can't come up with anything. Alright. Well. Alright. Enjoy them. I think Harold will be joining us for these. Nice. Yes, he stole them from me. (laughs) Oh, did he? Alright. These must be good ones, then. Well, he had still he logged on before Matt. Let's just say. <laughs> I prefer my person. <laughs> All right. Well, it was fun. That was fun. Yeah. I got to get my dog. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, as always, Matt. Thank you. It was fun. Always fun. There's no Connor, so there is no single vampire dad talk. <laughs> you know? Man, my favorite episode of Single Vampire Dad was one the one the one where they turned into Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> we now any show we write there has to be a Muppet one. <laughs> I can't believe not every show does it. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, All right. I'll let you go get your dog. I'm going to sign off. So. All right. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Have a good All right. night. Good night. I reflect on my reflection And I ask myself the question What's the right direction to go? I don't know Am I a man? Or am I a Muppet? Am I a Muppet? If I'm a Muppet I'm a very manly Muppet Am I a Muppet Or am I a man Am I a man If I'm a man That makes me a Muppet of a man A Muppet of a man I look in 
into these eyes And I don't recognize The one I see inside It's time for me to decide Am I a man Or am I a Muppet Am I a Muppet If I'm a Muppet Well I'm a very manly Muppet Very manly Muppet Am I a Muppet Or am I a man Am I a man If I'm a man That makes me a Muppet of a man Here I go again, I'm always running out of time I think I've made up my mind Now I understand who I am Being the baby. Good. I actually just messaged her wondering if she had seen the episodes and if so, if she had anything she wanted to add. And she's like, I haven't. And I'm like, that's cool. You had a good excuse, but you'll know why I asked when you see him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if she was still watching. I think she's... How long does it take to recover from having a kid? Like 20 years. Like a couple hours. Right? <laughs> She the youngest? Nope, I am. Well, Matt is. I'm the youngest sister. Yeah, Kat's in between me and Emily. Kat and I are only, was it 18, 20, 19 months apart? Something like that. We're less than two years apart. And fairly inseparable growing up. <laughs> Very inseparable. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. They played Barbies and Cars like nobody's business. <laughs> we did. <laughs> <laughs> How was that Super Bowl? <laughs> I saw maybe 45 minutes of that. And by saw, I mean I was sitting on the couch with it on and I had my iPad. <laughs> yeah. I got it's bored of it. 45 more minutes of a Super Bowl than I've ever seen. <laughs> Our daughter Scout is really, really, really weirdly into it. <laughs> what? Scout is so she gets so excited about the Super Bowl. That's hilarious. She's so that's funny. She picks her team, she dresses all her stuffed animals up in those colors. <laughs> she gets really excited about Super Bowl snacks. <laughs> like a couple years ago I was just in a weird mood and like did a big Super Bowl snack spread. Okay, and so that's why. She's in for the food. 
Yes, mostly. But she also is really weirdly into the game. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to understand, Rob is not doesn't really like the NFL. He's not really interested. He likes college football. So it's not like she grew up in a family where it's like a big deal at all. Right. How funny. Are you sure she's your daughter? Yeah, we, she likes mushrooms too. We don't know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's allergic and I hate them. They're one of the only things I really hate. Well, how did she get exposed to them then? Like, we go to this Japanese restaurant where it's like a tempanyaki where they like grill it in front of you, you know, like a tempanyaki. It's like a Benihana. Um, where they make it in front of you. And so they do a big group table vegetable thing and it always has mushrooms in it. And we were a little cautious thinking that it might have passed on to her the allergy. And one day she just ate one there and never had a reaction. So we've let her eat it. And then whenever we go, that's really the only, it doesn't happen very often that we get them. Never at home. (laughs) And she'll, she will eat every mushroom of mine and Rob's and hers. She doesn't just, oh, I like them. My parents don't like them. She will eat a pile of them on her plate. (laughs) (laughs) It's really weird. Wow. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's really strange. There's a few things that we wonder why, where she came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's online. She figured it out. Does she like mushroom soup? She will eat anything mushroom. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't like mushrooms much either. Well, you know what? When I met Rob, I was in the middle of this like, you know, it's annoying that I don't like mushrooms. I'm going to learn how to like them. Then I started dating Rob, and he's allergic, and I'm like, woohoo! <laughs> I abandoned that. <laughs> Off the hook. <laughs> and then I married him, so I was like, cool. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky, because I don't like him either, but Cam loves him. Hmm. I don't have such an aversion that he can't, like, put him in something. I can just pick him out. Yeah, you I don't know. mind picking him out. Yeah. Sorry, I'm moving. And the TV's on. I can't find the remote. Rob's been in. I've been in the bedroom, and Rob's been in the living room sewing. Oh. Rob. <laughs> Rob bought himself a sewing machine and a serger. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he goes, I totally got. What is it? He got like female chauvinist <laughs> while he was out buying sewing machines. <laughs> He's like, the ladies were like, you're about to make someone so happy. And he's like, these are mine. (laughs) (laughs) And he got, he got weirdness from two different ladies. He's like, men so, men, he's, I don't know. Haven't you ever seen Project Runway? Right. (laughs) (laughs) He did a lot of sewing his own clothes back in high school and junior high. And anyway, he likes it. And <laughs> he was trying to make his scrubs more fitted. Mm-hmm. Oh, Man, gotcha. I wish I could sew. I would make cosplay costumes. Oh, then yeah. I'd feel conflicted about wearing them because I'd be like, I'm not wearing this in public. <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> 
Can he? Is he good at sewing felt? Can he make me an angel puppet? <laughs> Would he? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's good at sewing felt. I don't think he'd sew an angel puppet, not even for me. Jeez. All that talent gone to waste. (laughs) Agreed. Thanks for introducing us, Emily. Oh, yeah. hello. <laughs> you guys know each other through uh, Facebook, I suppose, a little bit. But you've never spoken. Nope. No, I just know him as the man with the dreamy Timothy Oliphant profile. <laughs> 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 Catherine, this is Matt. Matt, this is Catherine. Regatta. <laughs> yep. One of your buddies at the B&B. Yes. Yes, we are, um... I don't need to introduce you. You guys had weird, googly-eye <laughs> weed nights. <laughs> we had many, yes, board game adventures. <laughs> hey, happy birthday. Happy oh, birthday, Kat. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you having a good day? Yes. Kurt was extra cute this morning. That was my first present. <laughs> and then they were nice to me at work, and they gave me a cake. And we yeah. hired a girl. She'll start tomorrow to take my place. Sweet. So all good stuff. And then we went to Fister's for dinner. Miss some, <laughs> you guys missed some pretty epic <laughs> <laughs> shenanigans. Oh, uh, I want epic Fister shenanigans. Yeah, hopefully you guys can come up in a couple weeks. That'll be fun. Both oh, of we're us. coming. Good. Yeah, it's happening. Penciled in. <laughs> and official. <laughs> Got to see little George. Oh, oh. guys. Matt, Matt sent me a picture of him and Dad sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Both with their little mouths open. Yes. Oh, no. You need to forward that to me. <laughs> Oh, Matt did uh, just a classic funny thing that just killed me. (laughs) So funny. I'll have to tell you guys some other private time. (laughs) (laughs) Matt just would be like, what? (laughs) I feel like I know your entire family now. Oh, Matt's just one of us. <laughs> I'll just say so you guys understand. It was like a classic white ghost moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we uh, for I guess our first question. Now we have you on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, you finished season six, I'm guessing, and season three. Yes, and I've watched the first three of season seven and season four. Oh, no. First 
three of season seven of Buffy and then the first episode of season four of Angel. Okay. So last, if I can, you hadn't even, you hadn't seen the wedding yet. I guess Um, not. I don't remember you ever talking about the wedding. And I remember you thinking that they weren't going to get married. Or oh, anything. right. That was right, my last right. feedback. Was like, I don't think they're going to get married. Yeah. I had been sensing bad um, Anya and Xander things happening. So that came to fruition. So what was your biggest surprise at the second half of season six? Let's start with Bubby. <laughs> Oh, biggest surprise. Man, I don't know. I am going to be a total disaster. You're going to end up editing this entire segment out. I'll give you a multiple choice. Was it? Okay. <laughs> I'm not getting married. Was it um, Spike's rape attempt? Was it Spike getting his soul back? Was okay, it yeah. we'll go Willow six. going bad? The soul. No. You didn't know about or the soul? Or just Tara being shot. Oh, Tara! Yeah, yeah, that was like a big whoa moment. Um, The rape scene, I can't say it was a big shock because it was kind of edging towards that a lot. The you know? scene in the bronze yeah. where they're up on the balcony, I, I can see that. That was ver- verging on rape, yeah. kind of. I mean, any time that one of the partners really doesn't, you know. Yeah, I, there was not a lot of consent from Buffy. Yeah, she just kind of did it like whatever, you know, which I didn't really like. But I'm not going to, like you were say. I'm not going to say, like, I'm a rape apologist or condone what Spike did at all, but I totally get his desperation and his his right. feelings at that moment, you know? I yeah. kind of, I get it. And like I said, most of that scene, it's just, it looks like just someone in the absolute throes of desperation. And yeah. then it does hit a really rapey Right. That gets very upsetting. True. True. I was not, I got very uncomfortable watching it. Did not like it one bit, but I get where he was coming from. I think they might have just taken it a little too far. Well, did you, you listen to our podcast, I imagine, and the explanation that it was actually (laughs) uh, in real life a woman doing that to a man and it changes it quite considerably if you change the sexes around. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of helpful hearing that explanation. So now I see where they just kind of took it a little too far yeah, and that's and what upset and, so many people. Yeah, everyone kind of feels like they took it a little too far. But they, I think the writers really wanted to get him to a place where he felt like he needed to get his soul. Yeah, and that was really cool. I didn't see that coming. I thought, okay, he's going to get his chip out or whatever, like Sue, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought that's where he was going with it. But Sue has a chip? What? <laughs> she <gotta take> <laughs> okay. Sue had thought. Excuse me. <laughs> Similar to what Sue went through, I was like, oh, okay. 
his soul. That's that's interesting. But then he comes back all crazy with his soul, and I guess he's feeling his conscience for the first time in so long that it's just kind of making him nutso. Yeah, well, it took Angel a very long time to get to anywhere near a good place. Hmm. It's it's rough, I think. It's rough going there for vampires to get their souls back and kind of... I'd imagine. Deal with all the horrible stuff that they did. Yeah, you know, like Angel said, he remembers absolutely every single thing. Yeah. And that would that would be rough. No sense. It makes no sense. It's a demon in their body. Like, why would you feel guilty if somebody hijacked your body and did stuff and you couldn't prevent any of it? Because you still know it was you, right? I mean, they, they're still... They make that explanation, and then they really don't show that explanation. No. Kurt, stop. I mean, but that's what it is. I mean, that's what they say it is. It's a demon hijacking your body, yet the then they feel guilt about what the demon did, and then you have, like, the gypsies punishing the, the human aspect of it, like... Yeah, the vampire weird. stuff on these vampire shows makes very, make very little sense. <laughs> <laughs> We're not supposed to think about it that much. Right. Shh. Shh. <laughs> Invoke the shush. <laughs> Invoke the mighty shush. <laughs> How did you like season six? Oh, I liked it very well. Very well. Yeah, finally it's like, I get why it's a show worth watching. I mean, season five, it started going there, uh-huh. but season six, it's like, whoa. That's when mm-hmm. Sue had her, this is a show worth watching, Epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> I had mine in five. I had mine in season two. No. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you're so advanced. I am. <laughs> no, the first episode I ever watched, uh, I was flipping channels, and it was the episode Passion. Angelus chases Jenny Callender through the high school and snaps her neck, puts it in, puts her body in Giles' bed. Oh, yeah? And he finds it, and then uh, he watches Willow and Buffy take the phone call. Mm-hmm. And he's smiling while Willow is crying. And yeah, that would make an impact misery. on you. I was like, oh my god, this show is so dark. I had no idea. A show called Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> so dark and morbid and twisted and gothic. And I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> well, yeah, it had it had moments that kept us watching for sure because none of us are interested in watching like mindless crap. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was, but it was like sure. in season five where I had to like abandon potential cast and be like, "Screw it, I am watching the show <laughs> on your own pace." <laughs> yes, and I don't care what you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> but before then, I was happy to just keep pace with them and casually watch. I enjoyed it, but there's a turning point, an epiphany. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, just like the whole mood of the show, like, changes. It shifts a little bit, like, directly when season six started. You can tell yes. that it's different. Yeah. Even, like, the camera they use seems different. I don't know, everything about it seemed different. Well, they're they're young adults now. They're not children. Yeah. Yes. 
these mm-hmm. adult problems that they're dealing with. It really wasn't even a college show by then at all. It was. Right. Okay, Kurt, you need to Is go. That Kurt. We've <laughs> 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 got a snarly little <laughs> snuffles on my lap. Okay, go play. Oh, I'm excited to see Kurt again. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's big. He's Aww. like a little boxer. Cute. He is cute. So what did you think of Willow turning bad at the end? Um uh, I liked the idea because I don't know, I kind of felt like she would go there again, even after she, like, got sober, you know, I felt a relapse coming. <laughs> but <laughs> She wasn't done. <laughs> no, she wasn't done, but I don't know. It kind of wasn't the greatest ending, yeah. I thought. But I really liked, so I thought, I'm right, Willow's going to be the big bad. And then I heard your discussion on it, and it... I wasn't really satisfied with that because she was only like bad at the very end, and I'm like the big bad's supposed to be like several episodes. Right. And I thought, well, maybe it's Warren or whatever. And that didn't quite. Yeah, Warren's hit it not either. satisfying either. No. Mm-hmm. So when I heard your explanation that it was life, I was like, that's so cool. That's totally what it is. Yeah. I really liked that. It's all of them. It's and it's your best friend being evil, and it's having to work at the double meat working palace. at the double meat palace. Yeah. and it's your ex boyfriend coming back. It's your basement flooding. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. Your ex boyfriend coming back with a cool wife. With a cool wife, and you're like <laughs> having sex by the dumpster with Spike. And you turn invisible. <laughs> Do you have to wait until your life is absolutely perfect until you can do <laughs> Yeah, I really liked that they went there. That's cool. Yeah. Mm. I can't believe that Buffy would rather work at the Double Meat Palace than the Magic Box. That makes no sense. No, I know. Zero I've, sense. I've addressed yep. that myself. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's just for the show. Yeah, they needed to make her pathetic. And I think they thought Life Serial would take care of that and make us all believe it. <laughs> That's the one where she had to, she did work it there for mm-hmm. briefly. Oh, yeah. The mummy hand. <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah. How about Angel? Are you, uh, well, no, wait, let's, where do you see season seven going? Ooh. Man, I don't know. They have to resolve it somehow. I know they had this ending in mind. It was well planned out, I'm sure. So, shoot. I have not given it much thought. Just kind of excited to see it. I really enjoy it. Yeah, you like seasons? Are there some people that don't agree? There's quite a few that don't like it too much. And there's aspects of it that... I would rank it as my worst. My yeah, least Matt ranks it as his least favorite. Hmm. But didn't you talk to someone who said it was their favorite? Yeah. Recently? Yeah. yeah. The guy at my work, it's his favorite. Yeah, 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 that yeah. guy. Jared or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. It's huh. his favorite. It was in your top three, was it, Sue? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything, Matt, you can say that's not too spoilery that explains? <clears throat> I your... will say that I don't find that there's a single episode that stands out to me as being great. I think that's oh. fair. There's not like a hush or a... Or a once more with feeling. Yeah. Or a passion. Right. There's. I mean, there are good episodes, but then there's a lot of just kind of blah. But it's a little more serialized than Buffy, I think, probably has ever been. Yes, and that's so probably why of, none stick out to you. Yeah, there's kind of a consistency quality to it, which will be good when you're watching it quickly. But, you know, there's no episode where it's like, I gotta watch that one right now. Hmm. Did you put the pocket back on? Sorry. But it builds t- toward a good place. It does, yeah. It does. It's sad, but like a satisfactory it's ending. A sa- it's a very satisfactory very. ending. Yep, I agree. Really? Are you going to be ready for us, Kat? Am I going to what? Are you going to be ready for us so we can all watch it together when we get up there? Ah. Ooh, that is a worthy goal. I will certainly try. Even Did though... we not inform Catherine we were doing this? <laughs> I thought well, we I had talked about I it. I thought you did it and you weren't. I didn't know you were going to do it again. Yeah, we were going to do it again because we were both going up and we thought, Kat can finish by then. <laughs> then we could all watch it with Kat. Okay. Ooh, do another commentary. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll record it. So, yeah, when we come so out there. two weeks, right? You're coming on the sixth. Yeah, in just a little over two weeks. So you got, you've got almost three weeks to watch, finish up season seven. Well, get to the last episode. Or last the last two, two. episodes. 20 episodes. Okay. I won't start anything new, and one of the dumb dogs did something with my remote, so I'll have to watch it on my laptop, which is lame, but doable. But yeah, that is a doable and worthy goal, for sure. That'll be fun. Fun! We'll have another Buffy party. Yay! We'll have to get another Bloomin' Onion. Do you have Bloomin' Onions in Riverton? (laughs) Dude... (laughs) <laughs> just don't mock me okay <laughs> don't remind me that food exists <laughs> in and the future bloom, bloom and onions aren't the greatest thing the future has to give <laughs> <laughs> well it's something it is yeah I'll have to make some more giraffe pants yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, B can uh B can do Willow. Did you That's make right. your own blooming onion or did you purchase it somewhere? No, we got it at Outback. Oh. No, Outback <laughs> doesn't do it anymore. I had to go to Chili's. They don't have the blooming onion at Outback? Let's see. Chili's doesn't do it. I had to go to Outback. I was gonna say Outback's your nothing says Australia like a blooming <laughs> 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 That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's chilies that took it off the menu. But we had to get buffalo wings, too. And so I had to go to both places. Oh. And I had a chilies gift card. That we've had oh. for like two years and we don't go Just there. Imagining, <laughs> imagining you at, a, at Outback Steakhouse. I have to get a Bloomin' Onion. Why? <laughs> for our Buffy season series finale party. <laughs> what? <laughs> you mean that show that ended like 20 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I picked about? it up in my Buffy t-shirt. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Luckily, when you order a curbside Bloomin' Onion, they don't ask a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a strange occurrence. Nope. I thought it was weird, though. I'm like, do they think I like have the munchies? And I'm like, I need a bloomin' onion, that's all. <laughs> that was kind of oh, weird. high. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <It was weird. laughs> she has a very specific craving. <laughs> Only someone stoned would have that specific craving. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got the bag on the seat, and I have to go to Chili's. <laughs> I'm just like picking up appetizers all over town. <laughs> Going to get my favorite appetizers. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's funny. Okay, so. Angel season three is a favorite of mine. What did you think? Yeah, good stuff. And I wrote down, I actually wrote some notes for this one what? that I found. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt ate my notebook. <laughs> See, it's, like, it's like a spiral bound notebook, but it's got like little wires poking out everywhere. <laughs> so sad. Let's see, I was watching Loyalty, Sleep Tight, and Forgiving. Ooh, that's a good set. That yeah. With Wesley's throat being slit. Oof. Yes, I wondered if that was your most disturbing thing. Yes, Angel in the hospital. Okay, that I thought me. it might be Wesley with his throat split, but then at the end, that thing happened, and I like went, "Whoa, yeah, it's crazy!" It's really it so dark, crazy. twisted. It is so dark. It happens so fast. And like, you are so not, not expecting it. Expecting that. No. Like, I don't know if I've ever, like, uttered verbally <laughs> during the show, but that made me, like, whoa. Yeah. crazy. Really upsetting. Yeah. But they seem to be cool now, or was that one of the hallucinations? Well, no, okay, Wesley's cool with, like, gun and what's-her-face Fred. But then Angel came back. Oh, but Angel's what... cool. Wesley's not super cool yet, correct? Yeah, I think so. He's kind of dark and on his own and all five o'clock shadowy. Yeah, and sleeping with Lila. And... Sleeping with Lila, yeah. Don't know what's going on there. He's hit rock bottom is what's going on there. <laughs> Speaking of rock bottom, that Angel, the image of Angel floating down into the ocean was disturbing too. That that one gets me. I thought about you while that was happening. I'm like, oh, man, that's the kind of stuff that M would just hate. Just him being trapped there. He can't die. No one knows where he is, trapped. and he can't die. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, that's going to get to M. Mm -hmm. I don't like that stuff either. That drives me nuts. He could be there for eternity. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. that is just crazy. That's a good thing the show's called Angel, so <laughs> So you know he's going to be alright, but I didn't see that it coming that Wesley would find him. That was a shock to me. Not a shock, but like, 
Oh, okay. So that's how they bring him up. Yeah, that's one way to make it up to Angel. <laughs> that's one way to do it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, his, his face was all yucky for a while. It would have been so yucky if he spent more than he was uh, like a few years. Ew. Ew. Barnacles and stuff on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Turns into like a Pirates of the Caribbean guy. <laughs> that would have been so awesome. Spike did say vampires is only do turn into living skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like that angel. I mean that um skeleton that that Giles was fighting in in uh, Tabula Rasa. <laughs> <laughs> What what about Connor? What are your thoughts on Connor? (laughs) (laughs) I love seeing a little young Pete Campbell. I know. (laughs) I love that so much. But he's the worst. (laughs) Yeah, what a little shit. Yep. Um, Okay, so what's he doing? Still trying to keep Fred and Gunn in the dark about his involvement with what he had done. But they do find out because of... Yeah, and Fred goes dark. Oh, Hit him that's with that amazing. Cattle prod. I know. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> yes, you get that little bastard. <laughs> Just to feed him that bologna sandwich to, to take him off yeah. the scent. <laughs> oh, that was shocking. Well, unintended. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was totally unintended, but it worked. <laughs> Cool, yeah, Angel gets good. I like Angel. I wonder what they're going to do with Cordy. I mean, just the last... You only saw the first episode. Yeah, so it just ended with her, like, I'm so bored. Right. Just like her head floating in space. (laughs) (laughs) Some other dimension. I don't know. But I don't want her to be, like, not in the show. She was getting awesome. Yeah, she's amazing. I love Cordy. One great thing about Angel is that it takes characters like Cordy and Wes, who you maybe you like them on Buffy, or maybe you just were kind of indifferent to them, but they become Mm -hmm. so complex and interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lots of growth. Yeah, lots of growth. Inevitably, when you talk about growth in the Buffyverse, those two characters are always... Mm-hmm. very high up on the list. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of that with Cordy, but with Wesley, he's, you know, they can't just stop there. There's got to be more to it. You'll see. I will. Is Lauren coming back? Oh, he better. <laughs> no, you're a Lauren fan, and I know his... Fate is up in the air at this point. Yeah. Let's see. He was in Vegas or something, but he came back. Or was that a hallucination? <laughs> they had. <laughs> was he at the family dinner hallucination? Is that what you're no, talking about? I th- oh, yeah, he was in the family dinner hallucination. But then it seemed like he really came back. Did he? No. No? Did Fred call him in that episode? Yes. 
Well, she tried a bunch of times and then finally got a hold of him. And I don't remember. I'm worst. <laughs> your dog ate your notebook. <laughs> yes. Dog ate my notebook. But that's, like, secondary to my problems. <laughs> got way bigger problems than that. <laughs> I don't know. I just have bad attention span problems. I think in these last three episodes I watched, I was texting someone the entire way through two of them, and I was listening to your podcast, and I couldn't remember a thing about it. I'm like, all that happened? Oh, I'm under that all. So stupid. I really should have rewatched those last three episodes of Angel season three. They were. Ugh. They're good. I know. I was riveted, but I don't remember a thing. <laughs> Hardly. I was riveted, but I texted the whole time through. I texted the whole time through. <laughs> I remember, like, Holtz was all Anthony Hopkinish. <laughs> Justine might as well have been saying Clarice. <laughs> That's all I kept saying. I didn't have my eyes on the TV, but I just was listening to it and it was like totally do it next time. You're listening to Holtz it's just like Anthony Hopkins. Huh. Well that was fun. That was Useless <laughs> information. That's interested. <laughs> uh, I still should go back and rewatch them though. Yeah, because our podcast doesn't exactly go over every single detail. <laughs> Only things we find of note or funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But still, I have to listen to them. Of course you have to listen to them. Well, yes. That's... But we're not a great recap sort no. of show. <laughs> yeah. Which I like. You don't need to go over every... There's plenty of recappy Buffy shows. Right. We are... We march to the beat of our own drum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah, much. It's pretty random. <laughs> <laughs> what a revelation. <laughs> <laughs> we are saying nothing that's new to anybody. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Kat. We've got plenty to go over ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and get to it? we got three episodes to cover. Oh, Each wow. One we're going to talk about. <laughs> one we're going to say. we're going to skip over. <laughs> oh, thank the Lord. Is it that bad? Or are they uh, busting out their angels now? They're angels. Like, there's a real clunker in there, huh? There's a total clunker. Oh, it's no! Just, it's, it's boring. But it's in between two fantastic ones, which probably makes it even more worse. But yeah. it's a, mm -hmm. It stands out as being uh, snooze. Are you in, episode, uh, in season four or five? Five. We're finishing oh. up. Are these the last? No, we're uh, midway. Midway through season five? I don't know what numbers they are, but... These very... are 12, 13, and 14. Yes. Oh, okay. So you're over halfway through. Nice. Over halfway through. All right, yeah. then. Yeah. 
So, thanks for joining us. Happy birthday again. Yep. Thanks so much, guys. Enjoy the rest of your birthday. Yeah, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Yay! So excited. Dreams of blooming onions. (laughs) (laughs) Which you cannot have. (laughs) Oh. You don't have any in Riverton. Maybe we could figure out how to make them. I'd rather refrigerate (laughs) one all the way up there. (laughs) (laughs) And then put it in the oven or something. (laughs) Way more than figure out how to make one. (laughs) All right. Okay. All right. Alright, see you, Kat. Alright, see ya. Hey, guys. Hey. Kat. We're talking about mushrooms. Cat likes them. <laughs> mushrooms? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. You two mushroom haters. We are. Yeah. We were talking about how much Scout likes them. And Rob's allergic and I hate him. I know. Where she came. <laughs> <so> weird. <laughs> <laughs>